has a man open. Touchdown, Justin Blackman. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Locked on Pokes. I'm your host, Colby Powell, back with you for a third consecutive day this week as we continue to talk about the Mike Gundy saga, which took uh, another turn yesterday afternoon, evening, whenever Mike Gundy released his apology video, which I will play for you momentarily. want to remind everyone this is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network in the country. LockedOnPodcast.com. That's where you need to go right now. LockedOnPodcast.com. Check out everything the Locked On Podcast Network has to offer. Head over to BuiltBar.com. Built Bar, great, great sponsor of this show. 100% of profits from 8 million bars going to uh, help educate uh, and try to end and fight racial injustice in this country. So uh, great stuff going on with Built Bar. Head that way, BuiltBar.com. You're also getting 50% off whenever you order four or more boxes. Uh, Dion Amade, former Oklahoma State Cowboy who played for Mike Gundy, will be joining me on the other side of the break. But I wanted to play for you Mike Gundy's um, apology video first, give you my reaction to it, and then have Dion on and kind of get his thoughts on everything that has taken place uh, this week. So without further ado, here is Mike Gundy. Uh, This video was released yesterday on his Twitter account. I had a great meeting with our team today. Our players expressed their feelings as individuals and as team members. They helped me see through their eyes how the t-shirt affected their hearts. Once I learned how that network felt about Black Lives Matter, I was disgusted and knew it was completely unacceptable to me. I want to apologize to all members of our team, former players and their families for the pain and discomfort that has been caused over the last two days. Black lives matter to me. Our players matter to me. These meetings with our team have been eye-opening and will result in positive changes for Oklahoma State football. I sincerely hope the Oklahoma State family near and far will accept my humble apology as we move forward. All right, that was Mike Gundy uh, apologizing for um, for the T-shirt is what he apologized for. Again, we haven't really gotten into the uh, the culture problems that may exist at Oklahoma State, according to some of the tweets from current and former players. Um, but he did apologize for the T-shirt there. I'll say this. The, the absolute number one worst thing you can do when issuing an apology is to read a prepared statement. Nothing, nothing, nothing sounds less sincere than reading a prepared statement. I I really don't know why he didn't speak from the heart in his apology video. Uh, if you read a prepared statement, I'm going to assume that whatever you're saying is insincere. I, I did not think it was a good apology from Mike Gundy. Um, I thought it was insincere. He was just reading off a prepared statement. He sounded very robotic, sounded very uncomfortable. Um, and, and again, he tried to make it all about the shirt 
And it, it clearly is not all about the shirt. Look at the tweets from Ashton Lampkin and Vincent Taylor and A.J. Green and, and these guys um, who are no longer there. Justice Hill talking about change that needs to take place in the, with the culture of Oklahoma State football. And, and I'm telling you, if you think all of Mike Gundy's current players went 0-60 to 60 because of a t-shirt, you're crazy. But what Mike Gundy's trying to do is make it about the shirt because if he just makes it about the shirt and says, okay, I'm, I'm sorry for wearing the shirt, let's move on. Well, well that just makes it all about this one incident with the shirt and and takes the focus off of what I think are larger issues that were raised um, by his former players, especially on Twitter, uh, some of his current players as well. So uh, I I did not think that that it was a very good apology by Mike Gundy. Also, um, look, I, I was born at night, but I wasn't born last night. There is no, no one absolutely no one that can convince me that Mike Gundy learned this week what OAN stance about Black Lives Matter is. There's just no way you can ever convince me of that. Mike Gundy told us in April that he watches OAN. Um, you, you know, I have in the last couple of days talked to someone who is close enough at Oklahoma State um, who, who's told me that he watches that network all the time and, and constantly repeats the things that he hears on that network. So, no, I do not believe that Mike Gundy learned this week what OAN stances, uh, stance on Black Lives Matter was. So, um, you know, he read off a prepared statement. Um, in in my opinion, it was not entirely truthful. I, I There's just no way that you can make me believe that Mike Gundy learned this week what OAN stance on Black Lives Matter was. What, what the real issue is, is Mike Gundy's players have never had the power before to speak out against some of the things that he does and says publicly. Uh, And now they do. And they did it in a big, big way on Monday. And I'm sorry, a little 25-second video with Chuba where he didn't even apologize. And then a prepared apology statement that he read that came off as completely insincere just doesn't, it it doesn't do enough for me. It doesn't do nearly enough. Uh, Again, words are cheap. Words are cheap. And, and I promise you, if if Mike Gundy has actions that actually show me that he is supporting the, his black players in their fight essentially for humanity, as black people all across this country right now are fighting for their own humanity and fighting for equality in a country that has not given it to them for, for more than 400 years, um, if Mike Gundy can actually show me that he is supporting his players and do it with actions as opposed to just whatever that was, whatever that prepared statement that he read off was, um, then I will give him the benefit of the doubt at that time. But right now, I mean, I think a lot of people are letting Mike Gundy off the hook way too easy. I think a lot of people are giving Mike Gundy the benefit of the doubt just because he's the head football coach at Oklahoma State. And Mike Gundy has done... In, in my opinion, nothing since Monday when all those tweets came out to make me feel like, y- you know, anything has really happened. He's, he's done nothing. Now, I don't know what those conversations behind closed doors have been like with, with his players. Um, I certainly hope that they've been more productive than what he's released to the public because what he's been, because what he's released to the public has been nothing more than PR. I mean, that's all, that's all the video last night was. Who knows, who knows if he even wrote that? I mean, he just read off a prepared statement. The thing with Chuba, that's PR. 
I, I need actions. I need actions um, to back up what, to me, are pretty empty words. Uh, all right, this is Colby Powell. This is Locked on Pokes. Uh, I've been pretty hard on Mike Gundy this week. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm not letting him off the hook. Um, it, it certainly seems to me like there's something deeper going on with Oklahoma State football and has been for quite a while whenever you look at the guys uh, who have chosen to chime in and comment. Um, so I'm, I'm not letting Mike Gundy off the hook. I've been pretty hard on him this week. One of his former players joins me next. Deion Amade was an Oklahoma State Cowboy from 2010 to 2013. Uh, so we'll get all his thoughts on everything that has taken place this week. That's coming up next right here on Locked On Pokes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Joining me now here on Locked on Pokes, as he does every single Wednesday, is former Oklahoma State Cowboy Dion Imade. And Dion, as you know, the big story this week uh, is that Isaac Likely intends to stick around with Oklahoma State basketball, so all is well in Stillwater, uh, and we can just have a good day. How you doing? Man, thank you, Isaac, for sticking with us in in these uh, desperate times of need in the OSU program. Ice, ice baby, am I right? Uh, yeah, so right. Isaac Likely is sticking around. URNA is transferring, and neither of those things uh, are what anyone wants to hear us talk about this morning. Dion, before you came on, I, in the first segment, I played the apology video um, from Mike Gundy last night. Kind of my thoughts on it were um, anytime, and this is not even just Mike Gundy specific. I don't like apologies that are read to me instead of told to me. Just talk to me. Just talk, don't read an apology because to me, anything that you read comes off as insincere, whether you mean it or not. Um, so not just the apology, but just kind of everything that's happened this week. It has been a whirlwind uh, since that tweet that Chuba sent out Monday afternoon. So um, break it down for me. What, what have you been thinking about everything going on, being said about, by myself included, uh, since Monday when all this started? Uh Man, it's been a rough week for for all of us in the OSU family and community, uh, especially current and former players and those that are African American that have been living through some uh, tough times as uh, our nation goes through uh, everything that's going on and and. There's there's good and there's bad, and there's always going to be bad before there's good because change needs to occur, and uh, you have to be willing to listen and be open-minded for those things to take place. Uh, yeah, so when I initially saw the, the tweet from Chuba and what it was about as far as Coach Gundy and that shirt. I, 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 man, I, I was, I was a little taken aback, you know? You, was, you were taken aback by was, Chuba's tweet or by, by the stuff with by Gundy? The stuff with Gundy. I mean, gotcha. like most of us, I had, I had no idea what OAN News, the One American News Network was about. I quickly did my research and, and, and saw everything and, uh, you know, it was, you know, didn't, didn't like what I saw, but I mean, the, the, when I first saw the tweet, I, what, what I, I didn't like what I was, I, I, I didn't like what I was hearing 
from my OSU family. I didn't, I didn't like the way the OSU fan base was portraying itself because we all know them to be, you know, beautiful people who wave the wheat and come together on Saturdays and Tuesdays or and Gallagher Iba or Boom Pickle Stadium and they come together and we and we have fun. But Loyal and true, that's the phrase. Start a, you know, when people start attacking Chuba because of him voicing his opinion, that's something that I was not here for and did not want to see. Yeah, some of the now, responses Chuba got were, were pretty disgusting. Um, there was there was some overt, vile racism um, thrown Chuba's way after what he said on Monday, and that is that is always hard to see and something you never want to see and something Chuba certainly didn't deserve to go through. Yeah, I mean, when I initially saw it, I, I thought to myself, man, Coach Gundy should feel disappointed in the fact that his star running back didn't feel comfortable enough to come to him and and talk to him, just a phone call, a text, you know, a meeting, a sit-down face-to-face, didn't feel comfortable coming to him and say, hey, coach, we need to talk about this situation right here. That's what Coach Gundy, like, I thought, like, I was like, man, like, you know, how we handle things and the way we talk and the relationship that we have with the coaching staff up there, you would you would think that Chuba would feel comfortable enough to go to Coach Gundy and talk to him about that. But Just a I'm quick follow-up before you move on from him. Just a quick follow-up. Do you think that Chuba sent the tweet out? Because in, in today's climate, what we've seen is more players have become more outspoken. And typically when something is made public is when a coach, as of recent, has been forced to really uh, address it and own up to it. So um, do, do you think it's a situation where maybe Chuba thought that he wouldn't be able to accomplish as much with a phone call as he did with a tweet? I think that that is definitely the the way that we are going about it this day because bringing attention to a situation is more important than to than to protect people's feelings at this moment because we are all fighting for a common goal which is equality and for the same rights that everyone should have in this country. And I think he felt that attention needs to be brought to this issue so change can occur. I also feel like maybe this was, uh, this is the time of year right now where the players aren't seeing much of Coach Gundy because it's the summertime and, and, and we're training and working out and he's at the office and we're not really having a lot of X's and O's conversations and stuff like that. There's like periodic meetings and everything that's going on with him, but we don't see a lot of them during the summertime. So I felt like this was a way to, you know, reach him at that moment. And was it, was it the proper way of going about it? I don't think anybody should be able to voice that. You know what I'm saying? Like the way, especially in this day and age, Chuba, was trying to create change and he went about it the way he thought was the best way to achieve that. 
Right, I'm with you there. And it seems like maybe, um, you, you know, if he goes to him behind closed doors, who knows what happens? Obviously, it doesn't blow up like this. Um, it's not a three-day story that I've been talking about now for three days. But you don't know exactly. There's no way to know what would have been accomplished by going to him uh, behind closed doors and what's accomplished um, by sending out the tweet. I want to take a break, Dion. I want to come back on the other side. Um, and I want to just kind of ask you about some of the tweets that we saw from Justice Hill, A.J. Green, um, Vincent Taylor. Taylor was retweeting some things. Ashton Lampkin uh, sent out a tweet about the culture at Oklahoma State. So I just want to get your thoughts as a former player as to what you thought when you saw those former players voicing their opinions on Twitter. Uh, Dion comes back with us next. Keep it locked right here on Locked on Pokes. Welcome back. Wrapping things up here on Locked on Pokes on a Wednesday. Dion Amade, former Oklahoma State Cowboy, is with me. Reminder to everyone, head over to BuiltBar.com right now. That is BuiltBar.com right now. If you order four or more boxes, you're getting 50% off your order. It's an incredible um, closeout sale that they're having, an inventory closeout sale that they're having. 100% of profits right now from 8 million bars sold will be donated to organizations that support education, poverty, equality, and ending hate and racism. Um, so head over to BuiltBar.com right now. You get a great deal and the money is going to a great cause. Um, Dion Amade still with me, former Oklahoma State Cowboy. Uh, Dion, I'm curious, as former players started to tweet on Monday, Justice Hill, 100%, things need to change. I stand with you, my brother. AJ Green, um, can't stay silent anymore. Call a spade a spade. Vincent Taylor uh, retweeted a couple of things. Um, who else? Ashton Lampkin said, anyone who's been through the program knows change needs to happen. I, I, it, uh, However specific you want to be about your experience at Oklahoma State, or however non-specific, it's totally fine. I'm just curious what you thought as those tweets started to roll in from former players uh, who also also wore that uniform on Monday. Yeah, man. I mean, you can never tell somebody what they feel or what they've been through. I mean, everybody has their personal experience. For me, man, I was, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I don't have the best of memories sometimes, but I was trying to really remember and wreck my brain if there was any incidences that occurred while I was in on campus or at school that made me feel uncomfortable or that I felt like somebody crossed the line. I went to the extent of calling former teammates and form and, and, and current friends and, and brothers uh, and asking them and having detailed conversations. And, you know, everybody doesn't have the same experience. You can always, you know, count on that being the case. Uh, but in my times at OSU, never did I feel like, especially Coach Gundy, disrespected me or crossed the line or said anything around me or in my vicinity or at me that wasn't, you know, in his right to say. Never did I feel like this was a man. Like, I'm telling you right now, I love Coach Gundy. Like, Coach Gundy is one of the coolest That's good to hear. And 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 everybody who's listened this week knows I've been very harsh on Mike Gundy this week, but it's it's good to hear that that was your experience. Yeah, and and that's what I'm, and that's what I want to make sure that gets through today. That was my experience, okay, my experience. Now, were there coaches that sometimes I did feel like, man, this dude does isn't really like, this isn't a dude that I really don't want to. This is a dude that I really don't want to be around. 
this is a dude that doesn't, you know, represent me or doesn't really care about me. And as far as, you know, what I have to say, he's just making sure that I, you know, do my job on the field. Yeah. There's coaches that, you know, there was one, <clears throat> there's one or two coaches that I felt that way about. But as far as my experience at LSU and with coach Gundy, and even when I see him today, I mean, the dude has love for me and I love him. I mean, he, he gave me a tremendous opportunity uh, to fulfill my dreams, hopes, and and a lot of those things like dreams that I had when I was 18 years old and dreams that I have to this day. Because, I mean, you guys, you guys do have to remember. I mean, I do still, you know, work technically work for the OSU football program through – the radio and the pregame and the postgame show. So, like, he's and I wouldn't have that opportunity if I wasn't if, if if Coach Gundy wasn't there. So, I appreciate everything that he's done for me. And in my time there, I didn't feel any way about it. Although, though, when you do something, and I'm not here to tell anybody what they can or can't do, but just know this though. When you do something in this world, you have to be ready for the consequences that come after it. You have to be ready for the consequences that take place because of it. Even with you, Kobe, when you you stated this week that you were calling for Mike Gundy's shot, that's some that's like a that's a serious thing to say. And I and I know you're a professional. You're a journalist. And I, I just want to assure you, not a statement that I take lightly and I fully understand what yeah. could come of that. Exactly. And so like, it would even, so when I use that as, as a, like a light, like you, you have to know when you say those things, you have to be ready for the consequences that come with it and with Coach Gundy as well. When you wear a shirt or you make a statement, you have to be ready for the consequences that come with it. Now, everything that comes into play right now, what I'm focused on and concerned about is the actions that are going to take place after this. I heard the apology yesterday and yes, because man, I, me and you have been in this industry. We've had to read from teleprompters before. And although I do felt this, that apology did, you know, cut from his heart. It was something that he wrote down, something that he wanted to convey. But I know how hard it is reading from a teleprompter and something like I'm doing a show right now where I have to read from the screen because memorizing that stuff is, is that hard. your, your high school you show? Make sure yeah, the so the Ford High School Weekly. So I, when I write what I want to say down, sometimes you look at the screen and you're like, man, this kind of looks like red or force or unauthentic, and that's just what happens sometimes. I mean, when you don't have as much training as you know broadcasters do, reading from a teleprompter. So, but I heard and I I, I saw the apology, and I you know I was so grateful that he said former player because <laughs> I mean God knows how difficult these last couple of days have been for us former players who have to answer questions you know how was it when you were there how were you here it's, it's, it's you know something that you don't want to have to deal with you know right now especially with the climate that we're in you know you want to focus on you know bring creating change for the people that are coming you know before coming after you and unfortunately that's something we've had to deal with but I'm concerned about the changes that are going to take place 
and how we're going to make this a better place for students and uh, student athletes to come for years to come. And I want to focus on this the fan base and the SOSU family and making sure that they're conveying the right message to our current players, our future players, and the nation. Because you cannot be against the people that you root for on Saturday. You can't be against them when it when 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 it when it benefits you. You can't cheer for them right now, then you shouldn't be cheering for them in September on Saturday when it's ninety degrees and you really, really want Shuba to run through that go line. Yeah, and what okay. they're fighting for right yeah, now is much to. more important than what they fight for on Saturday afternoons. You you can't just be a fan every Saturday for three hours. It's got to be more than that. This is, and this is the thing. This is not about politics whatsoever. It's literally, are you with us? Are you against us? Black people are dying. Let me say that again. Black people are dying. Are you with them on trying to make sure that they get home safe every day? Or are you against that? That's, Coach uh, Gundy, yeah. and, I, oh. and I heard this, I heard this from, I heard this from Rochetti Jones on Robert Allen's show yesterday. As much as you guys don't realize it, Coach Gundy has black kids. When we go in that program, Coach Gundy is a father figure to some of us. He has black kids. And we just want to make sure that he knows that and he wants to make sure that we get home safe every day. Yeah, that's uh, all very well said, very powerful. Go ahead, go ahead. And, And you guys have to make sure that that's something that you're okay with as well. That's something that you're fighting for as well. Don't it, it, you might feel uncomfortable, but trust me, it's better than going to a funeral. Be uncomfortable now, so you don't have to go to funerals later and talk about, "Oh, he was such a good kid." No, don't don't shut these kids up. Don't say "shut up" and just play football. That's the wrong sentiment. These Chuba Hubbard has a platform. Allow him to use that, so somebody who doesn't have that platform can go home to his mom and his dad the next day. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's all very well said. Um, and just to, to further, my, my point, my stance on Mike Gundy is so far to this point, uh, I have felt that his words have been empty. That's been my interpretation. If he has real action that backs up uh, what he's saying that shows that he is in support of his black players who are, are fighting for their humanity on a daily basis right now, um, then I will give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, I just I have not been able to do that based on what I've heard and seen yet. Uh, words are, are empty. Actions uh, mean a lot. So I, I'm very much looking forward to seeing um, what now until September. Because once you get into football season, m- most of this stuff is it, honestly, and, and sad to say, it's going to get lost in the shuffle. It, I just, I know it because I've covered sports and that's what happens. Football starts, we start talking about what happens between the white lines. Um, but I hope that between now and the start of football season, uh, and then even once it continues, that we see real action from Mike Gundy to show and prove to his players um, that he does, in fact, have their backs. Um, Dion, you were phenomenal today. I appreciate you sharing your experience. Um, any any closing points you want to make before you get out of here? Yeah, trust me, guys. Change will come for the better. Uh, the thing that we, all we ask for 
right now is to listen. Just listen. And I think because of this week and everything that has occurred, Coach Gundy is listening. And because of that, change will occur. And I know you think and you, you think things might get lost in the shuffle during football season, and it very might, well might happen, but you could see the demeanor on Shuba's face during that video and everything that's gone along. He hasn't wavered or he hasn't shaped. Because of your best player with the biggest platform is has has spoken his mind, and, he, and because of his demeanor and what I see from him, he will make sure change occurs in, in this university and going forward. So, Everybody, just open your heart and open your ears and listen. Just listen. And let's make this world a better place. And Great stuff. University a better place. Great stuff from Dion Amade. Dion, I appreciate you joining us every week. Appreciate you joining me this week to talk about this very serious topic. Uh, we'll do it again next Wednesday and see what kind of Oklahoma State world we're living in a week from now. Thanks, Dion. Have a good week. You too, man. All right, that's Dion Amade. He joins me every Wednesday. Reminder, head over to BuiltBar.com. Four or more boxes, you receive 50% off, and the proceeds uh, are going to a great, great place. 100% of profits from 8 million bars sold will be donated to organizations that support education, poverty, equality, and ending hate and racism. Glad everyone was with me again this morning. Again, appreciate Dion joining me, sharing his experience at Oklahoma State and what he feels uh, we can do to get better moving forward. Thanks for listening once again to Locked on Pokes.